Hello, g'day and welcome punters. Welcome to the Punting Monologue, brought to you as always by the good folk at Mint Sports. Head on over to mintsports.com.au for all your sporting content. There's heaps going on over there at the moment and we're only getting bigger and better. Joining me, Sonny Munn, as always, is none other than Benny Clifton. How are you, Ben? Yeah, good, Sonny. How are you going, mate? Um, Did you back a winner last weekend? I had a couple, thanks to you, and I had one significant loss, uh, thanks to you. I think we need to acknowledge the the not so small elephant in the room here mate bloody steady ready i've never heard you actually i'm going to play you something back right now this horse is a complete moral <laughs> i like this fair moz It'll jump from barrier six, either bit, sit outside the lead or go to the front, and they won't see which way it went. So let's move on, Sonny. There's there's your winner. You know what? I obviously hope for nothing but success for you in your life, but I wouldn't mind playing that back <laughs> if it loses. <laughs> That'll be the highlight reel. It'll be my ringtone. What do you make of that, mate? I've never heard you more confident in your life. Well, and it ran third. I was as confident as I could have been. The market was with it, <laughs> and then Farlap came down the outside and just went straight past oh, it. Oh, yeah. I could yeah, not yeah. believe it. That horse jumped out of the ground. The ball that got me out on Saturday would have got Bradman out, mate. Yeah. No excuses. It. It panned out exactly how I thought it would. It'd sit outside the lead, get to the best part of the track, kick away. Sort of did mm. that, and then. The freight train down the outside just went straight past it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I know when you throw a dog a bone, you don't sit around and ask how it tastes, but that one left a very bitter, bitter bite in the, in the gob. Real kick the cat sort of scenario, wasn't it? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I don't want the people at Peter onto us. <laughs> uh, it was more kick Benny. That was all I was after. <laughs> we picked up the pieces later on in the day. We though. did, we did, and we've got another card to unpack here. So we've got Sandown this Saturday, mate. So how are we looking here, mate? Are we, is it a big race day? No, the Autumn Carnival really heats up probably after this week. I mean, there's some nice races on the card and there's some horses getting ready for the bigger races, but the real stuff starts next week, but that doesn't mean we can't find a few winners. And Yeah, there's a few promising horses there on on Saturday who we have seen a little bit recently and we have backed a little bit recently, so we'll see how they shape up. Well, let's get stuck straight into it, mate. Race one's a bit of a dash for cash over a 1,000. Only six in the field. And our favourite inundation is very, very short at $1.85. Then fire at three seventy, Mullane at 6 Is this thing short for a reason, the top weight? Uh, yeah, it's a difficult one, this horse. is a horse who I've had heaps of time for. After its first up, when I thought, oh, this horse could be absolutely anything, ran ridiculous time. Then last start at Sandown, it didn't lead. It took a sit and it got beaten at $1.40, which it was disappointing. Look, it's probably the mm. winner here. Just on that last run, though, it's hard to really dive into the odds on uh, that's being offered in the market at the moment. And probably the only and the, probably the other reason why you don't want to dive into it, the other horse in the market, Fire. The, the two figures it's run at Sandown, at this track and distance have been really good. One by space is really short in the market. It's got form lines through Chain of Lightning, so it's a good horse as well. So, yeah, I couldn't possibly dive into this race. Where When I first saw the fields come out, I go, oh, inundation, it'll bounce back. I'm willing to forgive it one bad run, but just with the presence of fire in the race, I couldn't couldn't have a bet. So we're sitting at this one. I think we get a little bit busier in the middle part of the card. All right, good to know. And it is looking like a nice day out there at Sandown, so we don't have to worry about anything in terms of track conditions or anything like that? No, I think there's a, maybe a little bit of rain around Thursday, Friday, but I think the okay. track curators will just adjust how much water they put on it and it should be, should be a good four. 
Beautiful. Let's move over to race two then. We've got another little sprint here over a thousand. Our favourite is VC, the Viet Cong at 260. Sarasana at 290, just outside that. Then a bit of a gap to Zulfikar. Jeez, Zulfikar. Sounds like should be coming in at first drop for Pakistan <laughs> after my car's a bit rusty. And uh, I love a Hudiger, a singer. Inzaman Zulf, Zulfikar. Yeah, probably going to get a call for the runner. Uh, <laughs> and Extremely Wicked's at 9.50. Then it's double figures the rest, mate. Do we like anything here? No, we're not going to have a bet. I'll, I'll sort of go through why. The two favourites in the market, VC, have been quite impressive on their debuts. Uh, I'll start with VC. It was five into four sixty. Visually very impressive. Just there wasn't enough on the clock for me to follow it into this race. And the same can be said about Sarasana. The the time was okay. It was very very impressive. I just don't have much confidence in the camp getting it to peak again at its second start. So there are just queries with the first two in the market. I don't think too many outside of of them had shown enough ability to, to pressure these horses. But I think one of them wins. But given the fact that none of them broke the clock on debut, I was just willing to sit out, sit back, and see what they do in this start and really get a gauge on their ability. So we get busy in the next race, Sonny. All right, Beauty. Well, let's dive straight over to where we get busy. I like the sound of that. Race three is the Robert Hunter over 1,800 metres. Our favourite is the top weight, Hennessy Lad, sipping on yak. Then Black Max at 390, Acosta and Field the Moment at sevens, and it goes out to double figures there. Is this our first bet of the day? Yeah, it is, but we're not going for any of the favourites because Ooh. I thought Hennessy Lad obviously didn't have much luck last start. In just an average race at Mooney Valley, it's got a really negative jockey change, Benny Malinoff. Carleen Heffel on, which I don't like particularly for this horse. It's going to be probably cluttered up trying to push out. I don't think that's ideal for the apprentice. Cop that, Carleen. <laughs> I, th- I, uh, I thought the second favourite in the market, Black Max, was way under the odds. I think it's the drifter in the market. It's currently about 390, 380. There's just no margins in that last race at run. Time wasn't too crash hot. I'm just not sure he's any good. The horse I'm going with is Michelotti. And this is mainly because there's a bit of tempo in this race. I think it maps well just in behind the leads. I've got a Costa and Field at the moment going forward. I think Michelotti with the shuffle dancer form, Papillon club form, that's pretty decent. Gets a really, <laughs> gets a really good jockey change. Guess who's off, Sonny? Oh, yeah, right. Who's on and who's off, mate? Carleen Heffel's off. <laughs> Ma- oh. <laughs> She's got the double whammy in this race. How can she be off both of them? <laughs> no, Hold she, the phone. She, what, she jumped off Hennessy Lad, jumped on another one, and they went, nah, mate, if you're not good enough for the favourite, you're not good enough no, for us. She's jumped onto Hennessy Lad, so that's why we're not backing it, and she's jumped oh, off. She Mich- is. Oh, that's. Oh, yeah, you really hate her guts. Wow. That's <laughs> is this just. Michelotti. Did she lose a race for you one day? What happened, mate? <laughs> I just, oh, I don't know. I, just, I, I can't believe she gets so many rides. But I just think this horse at $11, Michelotti with Mark Zara going on board, got some really good form lines. Wasn't far behind Hennessy Ladd, who's favourite in this race, two starts back. So I'm willing to back this horse each way. I think from that barrier eight, just the way I can see the race unfolding, it could, could be positive and just really find a spot sort of just behind the speed or midfield and hopefully it's strong through the line. So, yeah, Michelotti at, at, at each way odds. Beautiful, beautiful. Just backing anyone but Carleen Heffel, by the sounds of things. <laughs> Not too sure. that We need to uh, delve into that a little, a little more down the track. Now, we go over to race four, over 1,300 metres. My Oman is in this one, and it is the top weight. Yes. And this is against your call last week on Steady Ready. I now have what I like to call a vendetta against Ben, a.k.a. a vendetta. <laughs> so I'm backing 
Benedetta. Benedetta. Yeah, well, you had me in Detta last what? week. The way I pronounce it is Benedetta, mate, and that's what I've got against you this week. So I'm looking to recoup on that at 235. Belmia at 390. Colorado Cruise at 950. And then we drift out a bit after that. Tell me you're not on the favourite. I'll have to change. I'm on the favourites. No! The- we what? never line up on the Omans. We never line up. Is this a good thing? I, think I don't know if this is a good thing. Is it? Is it? I think it, I'm taking it as a good thing. The Omans never win, but oh, anyway, hopefully they win this week. Coming from bloody Nostradamus <laughs> over there, pick another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get into Benedetta. It's going to go back from that gate. I think there's you don't even know how to pronounce it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the speed in the race. I've got Colorado Cruise Field of Praise going forward. I think Valancourt will go forward. I think there's enough speed there. This was a, just a really nice horse. They went hard early last start, which suited it, came over the top. It was pretty soft win in the, in the end, and I think it's going to get a, a similar scenario here. It's the same track and distance. I love that. And it's just won by spaces its last two runs. So on with Benedetta. The other horse in the market, Balmia, is obviously first up. has shown a little bit of ability. Got a really good jockey change, but it hasn't settled anywhere closer than last at its two runs. It's obviously going to be better over a little bit further ground. I think it'll get to a mile um, even further this time in. So I couldn't possibly back it first up. I can't see how the market would trend towards Balmere first up either. Just it very rarely is in the corner of those horses who probably lack a little bit of fitness of the others. So I'm with Benedetta and hopefully for the Oman followers it gets up. Incredible, incredible synchronicity. I've also noticed that Benedetta's got Stackhouse on board. Always reminds me of the great Jerry Stackhouse, the NBA journeyman. Yes. He had yes. about a 20-year career. Mate, I don't know when the last time you saw his – I don't know why I saw his stats recently. He was better than you thought. He played for about 15 teams and he played for like 20 years. He did his coach one day, didn't he? Oh, no, that was Latrell Sprewell. They're the same person. <laughs> All right, let's go over to race five then. That scares me that we're on the same page <laughs> there, mate. Race five's over 1,400 and we've got – British Columbia, BC at 420, Euro Dandy, ED at five bucks, Victory Bay, VB, now we're talking <laughs> at five bucks, Unusual Culture, I'm going to keep doing it, UC, yes I do, at sevens, and then Super Aussie ruins it with one name at ten bucks. Do we like anything here, mate? Yeah, we're going to have a bet. We're going to have a two-horse play. Yes. It was successful for us last week, so we're going to go down that path again. Yeah, yeah, it was good. British Columbia is the first horse I'm going to back. It was it was decent last start. It was expected to probably run a little bit better in the fact that it was, it was well-backed in the market, and it led them up on that day at Flemington. It was 3.15 to 3.10, and it just wasn't a day where you wanted to be leading. I thought it stuck on pretty well. Third up here, go forward from barrier two. I think it'll be hard to beat British Columbia. It's around the $4.20, $4.40 mark across the market. And the other horse I want to back is Unusual Culture, Jockey Change. This is what I okay. talk about all the time. Never had a jockey, this horse. And Jamie Carr gets on board first time. Second up here was really good. Did Carlene get off? Celine Gaudry, who... <laughs> It didn't do us a favour last week either. But the thing, I'm critical of the apprentices if I think they're going to get back in the field. I don't want to be backing apprentices there. If they're just going to lead, that's fine. I'm happy to back them and um, they can do the job. But when they're back in the field, I think it's a, a completely different story. And with this horse, I thought it was really good last start. It was a blanket finish. I'm willing to forgive that just because of the significant jockey change, fitter for the run. Uh, a little bit of extra triple suit as well. So I'm with British Columbia and unusual culture. Victory Bay, I'm against. I don't think <laughs> you're going to laugh about this, Sonny, man. I don't think they've chosen the right jockey for this. Guess who? Carlene Effel's riding Victory Bay. <laughs> Carlene Effel again? No way! Is this just misogyny or have you got a genuine vendetta on her? No, no. <laughs> 
this this is a horse who they've they've tried Jamie Carr, they've tried Luke Nolan, and it's a, it's a really difficult ride, and it's a horse that is going to get back. It might be cluttered up on the inside. It just doesn't suit the jockey, and as you know, as, as you can tell, jockeys are a vital part of my analysis. So I couldn't possibly back it. I tell you what. I'm on Carleen this weekend. Can, I, can my Oman be the jockey challenge? Can I just get on Carleen Heffel? Because now that'll be the perfect Ben Detter. Oh, yeah, it amazes me how many rides she's getting at the moment. But it doesn't mean she's not improving. She's only young. <laughs> she's just learning it. But we've got we we have to as analysts we've got to be critical of, of every aspect of Do the you? jockey, horse, trainer. So I'm very critical of her at the moment. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard you say much about the trainer, mate. Or the horse. Well, Peter Moody's a great trainer. <laughs> He's been pretty hard on Carleen, though. Sometimes he puts on bad jockeys. All right, let's move on. Oh, We're okay. two-horse play, yeah. and I think we'll get the cash. <laughs> All right, I love it. I love it. Let's go to race six. Let me just scan down and see if Carleen <laughs> Heffel's on anything first. No, she's not in this race, so you should be pretty kind to most of the jockeys. The favourite is Daytona Bay at 260. I think it's Fajita San, delicious, at 390. Drifts out a little bit to He's Exceptional at 950. William Thomas for all the Canadian architects out there. Then Morrissey at 13. Did you ever get into Morrissey? Did you ever? Nah, he's, some, he's, he's someone that I missed. Yeah. And he's sort of, you know... He's very popular in our age group, but he's just not someone who I clicked with. A uh, bit weird, maybe. I think I kind of lie that I know his tunes. Like, I know the Smiths, but it's like a punchline. If someone wants, like, depressing music, it's like, oh, yeah, run the bath and play some Morrissey, but I don't really know what that means. Like, I don't really be, listen to him. What would be the, either the Smiths or Morrissey's biggest song? Absolutely no idea. That's what I mean. Like, I would, I, I'd sit there and bullshit, and it's, it's a bit like the perennial punchline is, you know... The world's worst band, like fucking Triple M, 90s. Nickelback. Nickelback. They're just a punchline. <laughs> Bang. Oh, yeah. yeah. About as good as Nickelback. Oh, about as sad as Morrissey. I'm like, oh, okay, well, a bit harsh. This is the Smith's top five songs on Spotify. There is a light that never yep. goes out. Oh, yeah, that sounds uplifting. This charming man. Yeah, that's the tune. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> not, even, not even trying to hide it, mate. And this is where you put in a little bit of a snippet of a Morrissey tune, isn't it? I would go out tonight, but I haven't got a stitch to Jeez, that's good editing. <laughs> we assume. All right, so is Morrissey going to be limping his way over the line? Uh, <laughs> this race is impossible. Daytona Bay is a nice horse. It's never done anything on the clock. It's got a good strike rate, good racing pattern. It's always going to push forward. Good S- good SP profile. Gets Jamie Carr. I just think first up, I just want to have a look at what it does. So yep. uh, I don't, I'm not keen on it. Fajita Sand is probably going to be better suited over further. It's a nice enough horse, but it's resuming as well. So I don't really like to get involved in horses resuming normally. So yeah, we're staying out here and they're sort of dominating the market, willing to sit this one out because I think we've got some bets later on. Excellent stuff, mate. Let's move on to the big race of the day over 1300. Race seven. Our favourite is Snapped. This is a really tight field. Snapped at four bucks. Rose Quartz at 460. Wrote to Arataki at 550. Bella Reish. God, have a spell, mate. Have a breather. This horse, <laughs> I feel like it runs around twice a weekend. I've just seen it do nothing for the last month. It's only had four runs this campaign, but... <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's in my dreams. It's, we do seem to talk about it a lot. Oh, God. I almost should have omened it just to give it a spell. Get rid of it. Then Vespertine's at 8.50, mate. So this is a pretty tough one. Do we like anything? If you tell me Bella Reach, I'm walking. 
<laughs> it's an interesting race because a lot of these horses are terribly handicapped just the way the set weights work. So, um, but the horses you know who are terribly handicapped are progressive horses on the improved, so they haven't got a, had a chance to get their rating up. Um, if you were just going purely on weights, the the class horses in the race would be Exolita, Vesperine, and and Rose Quartz, but. You know, Exolita, first up, what's it going to do? Probably need to run targets further down the track. Vespertine was just okay the other day, and Rose Quartz has had six runs this time in and has just been going, in my opinion. So I'm going with one of the horses who's on the up. I wrote to Arataki. I think it can co- come across from that wide gate. Jamie Carberry positive, and I love the way she rode at last start. She... she nor, uh, this horse normally gets back to last. She jumped it straight to the front, as Jamie Carr can do. Gets them out of the gates really well. Absolutely flew. Ran really good time. Shuffle Dancer, the second horse, came out and win. Ballot Reese ran third in that race. It came out and win. The form around it has been really strong. So I think it deserves a chance in this class. And I think the fact it's drawn Barry 13 is an advantage. It'll have a chance to push forward and, and cross to lead. And uh, it'll be hard to run down. The other horse who interests me in the market is Snapped. Obviously coming back down from after a run in Sydney. Gets a positive jockey change. Good SP profile. Nice horse. But I thought it just about had every chance last start at Rose Hill. Maybe it was a little bit of a stronger race. But I don't know if 1100 or 1300 is particularly going to suit. I just thought there was enough queries there. I thought Rote to Arataki was the sort of high percentage play rolling forward from that wide gate. And that's why I'm going with it. What can you tell me down the very bottom there at 100 to 1 standoff? Do you like its chances for any reason or is there any reason to go against it? <laughs> Who's on board? If Jamie Carr was riding, it would be $1.50. Carlene Heffel. You love her. <laughs> oh, Carlene, I'm on your side, Carlene. I've got your back. You can do it this weekend. She's even getting rides in races she can't use her claim. That is just unbelievable. She must be the nicest person in the world. Oh, jeez, it wouldn't be hard to beat someone in the room as nicest person at the moment. <laughs> to be a big bully. I'm very tempted. Is there a, is there a jockey challenge? Yeah, yeah, there would be. scenario? I might switch my own money and just have a couple each way here on young Carlene. Oh, she'll prove me wrong one day. <laughs> she'll prove me wrong. Yeah, this Saturday. <laughs> At Sandown. All right, let's move over to race eight where we've got Detonator Jack, one of the original and the best, the OG names. <laughs> Detonator Jack's our favourite at 225. God, it's fun to say. Kaboom! Detonator Jack. Wright and Rose at 370. You are right at 480. Don't hear that often enough. Belturo at sevens. And then, boy, howdy, it drops out to 34 to 1 after that. Yeah, let's let's just get straight into Detonator Jack. Yes. There, there's not a lot of tempo on the race, I will say that. And that's the thing that probably brought Detonator Jack undone last start. But I think it's a big enough field that they'll go along enough, quick enough. I just think you forgive last start. It was $1.50 to $1.40. Like, the market really stamped this horse. And obviously, it didn't win, which is disappointing. Morning, but just the you have a look at the sectionals, it couldn't, you know, it did everything it could to run down Sosu Bon, who just had a cushy run a little bit closer to the speed. So I still think this is a group one horse eventually. It might be next campaign, but I like that they've given it a little uh, 28 days from last its last run. $2.25 you have to take at the moment. I think that's decent. I mean, there's no early push for it in the market. Maybe you will get a little bit better than that, but 
I think they're, you know, I was happy to take it. I would have been happy to take a dollar seventy about it last start. So I don't think this is incredibly harder. So I'm with Detonator Jack. I think it'll be uh, hard to beat. Riding Roses in the market. I'm not really keen on this horse. I thought coming out of a camp at the Camperdown Cup, rated okay, but it is the Camperdown Cup and much weaker than this. And before that, it had just it had been going okay, but nothing like what Detonator Jack had been doing. So I think it's under the odds. And Baltoro flew last start, but I don't think it can hold that rating. And right, you are. I think it is well placed in regards to it's got a weight drop it should map okay but I just don't think it has the X factor that Detonator Jack has so Detonator Jack for me Sonny I think we've backed it nearly every start this time in and hopefully this might be the last run of the campaign hopefully it goes out a winner you're saying we're a chance. Okay, let's go over to the last now. I don't know if we're going to shoulder arms here. This seems like a bit of a doozy. We've got So You See at Favoritism at 4.20. St. Lawrence, the patron saint of quality footwear at 5 bucks, alongside River Plate for the Argentinian football fans. It would be great if Glenn Boss was aboard Glory Days. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Glory Days at 6 bucks for the Springsteen fans, and then it really drifts out again. Big field. Tell me this reference about the shoes. Oh, no, that's just a stupid Spinal Tap quote. Patron saint of quality footwear. I don't know what St. Lawrence was, actually. No idea. Well, he was an unusual saint. He's not a very well-known saint. Oh, there actually is. uh, There was a St. Hubbins. That's right, yes. What was he the saint of? He was the patron saint of quality footwear. No, we're not playing here. So you see, it was impressive last start. I thought it was completely gone and came out and did that. And they backed a liberated girl out of that race. But I'm not convinced she's absolutely back. River Plate's probably the high percentage player that's going to go forward, but off 28 days, can the camp get it to do that rating again? I'm not sure. Sir Lawrence hasn't been running any time, so I can't be with it. And Glory Day's the horse you were talking about. I thought it was just mm. average of the board. It's got some good overseas form, but I think it would need to improve. You know, Maybe next start over a longer trip it can improve, but I was surprised by the little uh, early market push for it. So I'm not with Glory. I can't possibly have a back, uh, bet in this race. It's way too hard. Uh, fair enough. We've already had a bit of a nibble elsewhere anyway, so let's just run through the card if I can do that for you, mate, and see how I go. So, race one, we're a bit scared off inundation by the presence of fire. Oh, sounds quite primal, that. Race two, we're shouldering arms. Race three, you don't like Carlene Heffel, so <laughs> Hennessy Lad's out of the equation and we're on Michelotti. Thanks for that change. Race four, this worries me no end. I don't feel good about it. The Oman has lined up with your tip of... As you would say, Benedetta. I say it's a Bendetta. Then we go to race five. I fear for that horse now. Race five is a bit of a two-horse play. BC and UC, British Columbia and unusual culture. Race six, we're just going to have a look because Morrissey's too miserable to get the chocolates. Race seven, you're leaning towards Rote to Arataki. Race eight, Detonator Jack. That sounds strong and I think it could be your best of the day. Race nine's going straight through to the gloves of Alex Carey and we are home and hosed. Yep, Detonator Jack, you're right. That is the best bet of yep. the day. Awesome. I'm wrapped that it's a backable price too, so on with Detonator Jack. Looks a good little betting card, but yeah, the real, real stuff starts next week. we just got to build our momentum into next week. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, you've got it all here first, punters, and you know who to blame if it goes wrong. So just set yourselves a limit. Chances are you're about to lose. So make sure you think and make sure you really want to place every bet you do. But I reckon there's enough to play with there at Sandown, mate. It's going to be a nice little Saturday out. I hope to see you out and about. Benny, thanks for your time today, mate. Thanks for that, Sonny. Good luck on the punt. Good luck, punters. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.